Hi guys, this is Brandy with our Teach International and as promised yesterday, I would be back to talk about how to avoid deportation. Um, today, this episode is really important to me um, because I I lived through a deportation. Um, unfortunately, my daughter won't be here, but tomorrow we'll, tomorrow's podcast, will um, I'll bring my daughter on and she'll talk about um, how life abroad was for her and her deportation experience. So, but today I'm going to talk about, um, I'll just relive the whole story again with you guys. For those who do not know me, um, I was previously an expat living abroad in the Middle East. And um, the school that I worked at did a lot of shifty and shady things. And my daughter um, and I were deported. from Kuwait back to America. So um, how did this whole thing begin? So oftentimes, and well, let's talk about how America first. So in America, we have certain laws here to protect us as educators. And with those laws, you know, that comes with us being paid, our contracts, we have teacher unions and so forth. But once you go to whatever international airport that you're going to and you leave American soil, it's over. None of the things that happened that you were covered in in the United States has absolutely no jurisdiction in the said country that you're moving to. Absolutely none. So it's really important that you, one, understand the laws of whatever country that you're moving to. Two, understand that If and when you do get in trouble, America has no jurisdiction in whatever country that you're moving to. So you should have a backup plan, which I did not. Um, So how does it happen? Um, For many reasons, there are schools that are abroad that do shifty things. They are not governed by a school board. They have boards, but... These people do not vouch, most of these countries, and not not all, but most of the schools, some, not all, um, do not value education like most of us do, and they are not um, held to the hot standards as it is in America. And America's standards are not even, we won't even get into that situation here, but whatever. But at any given rate, those once you leave and you get into these school into these countries and you don't really know and this is your first time out it can be a little you're trusting you're putting all your faith into this country you're putting your faith into this school you sold all your things all of your prized possessions things that you've loved and you've parted with those things because you put your faith in this school and they told you they were going to do right by you well, you don't know. And and like I didn't know, so many people don't know that there is a process that you have to follow when you are moving abroad that schools have to follow. Documents have to be authenticated. You have to go through a medical procedure. And even more now, even it's ex- extensive. So just to give you a little insight, when you move to another country, um, you have to have proof of your college degree. You have to have your teaching certificate. You have to have a copy of your resume, or they call it a CV abroad. Um, CVs here are more for um, a higher ed, masters, and doctorals, but they don't know that they don't recognize CVs like that abroad. CVs here um, are 
we recognize it for more like a collegiate level CVs. Um, if you send a school internationally a 25-page CV, a curriculum vitae, they're not going to take that. So just a word of a wise, if they ask for a CV, don't send them a real CV, a 25-page paper. Send them a two-page document of all your work and let it be done. Now, in terms of your, um, so you've got, they want your college certificate, your teaching license, your CV, they want your, um, then you've got to get your um, contract from the school. Now, once you get all those things, typically what is supposed to happen, you're supposed to send it to the embassy of the country that you're going to. Does that happen sometimes? Absolutely not. I was just about to swear, but I caught myself because I'm a swearer. And I know some of my listeners out there aren't swearers like me, but um, absolutely not. Um, a lot of the schools don't do right. And as I said to you before, unfortunately, what ends up happening is you they tell you, you know what? We'll get you here on a tourist visa. And it's going to be totally fine if you get here on a tourist visa, because guess what? Um, We'll transfer your documents over. Now, I'm going to say this about that. There, it's true. That part is true. And it's also false as well. So if a school is telling you that they're going to get you there on a tourist visa and by day three, you've already arrived in the country. And by, say, day five, you have not gone to get your medical. Nothing has been said to you about transferring documents over. You kind of may want to question that because it's it's this is like leading up to the part where you're working into the in, in the country borderline, almost basically illegal. Um, you should not, they should immediately transfer your documents, um, are supposed to take you to go get a medical check done after your medical check gets done. And usually they'll fly you out to another country, but because of COVID it's, it's very, very rare that they're going to do that. Now you have to get all the testing done before you probably get into the country. The only exception to the rule is this this country is if you're going to any of the Emirates, they test you upon arrival there. And even if you're going to Saudi Arabia, they test you on upon, upon arrival there. Why? So and if you go to any Middle Eastern country, you'll have to get tested when you get there anyways or in any country period. So they'll make you take a test before you leave America and when you get to your um, to your um, host country. Why do they do that? Because they want to make sure that you are not bringing any infectious disease into their country and infesting their their uh, citizens with whatever said STD that you have. If you are going to the Middle East and you have in your HIV positive, it is automatic grounds for deportation and they will block you from the entire GCC region period not just from the uae from the whole entire region i have seen it happen they it it can get really ugly so when and when those three those things don't occur if you not if you do not ask questions you have to ask questions from the school and if you're not asking questions of the school from the school guess what so you're going to be put in a situation where you're just basically in that country working illegally and you don't want that at all. You have to vet the schools just like the schools vet their teachers. 
And a lot of times, many of the teachers don't do that. They go on what other someone else has said, their experience, and they compare it to theirs. What's for you is for you, and what's for them is for them. So don't allow somebody else's situation to clout your vision as to what you're, what you should be doing. You know what I mean? So in other words, ask questions. Make sure that the schools are doing what they're supposed to do. Hold them responsible. Look up the requirements. Everything is public information. If you don't know anything, ask somebody. Somebody out there has question has an answer for your questions. And they can answer the questions for you. Trust me, there are a million expat groups for educators on Facebook and Instagram, specifically on Facebook. Ask questions. Vet the schools like they do you too. This is another way that you can avoid it. Because a lot of times we get so hung up and just like myself, I was so excited. And see, the excitement is fun. Because you're, you're embarking on a new opportunity because you get to go live abroad and you get to do something exciting, extra, extravagant. But let me bust your bubble real, real quick. People talk about the lovely experiences about living abroad, but nobody wants to talk about the gritty shit like getting deported or when you don't have money or this or that or the third. It gets real or with the school doesn't pay you. So we'll talk about that too in a little bit as well. So vet the schools, ask questions. You when you're on the, and how you vet them is when you go on the interview, just like the school has questions, you ask them questions. I think that a lot of times many teachers are afraid to ask questions because they think that in lieu of thinking that they won't get selected for the position, who cares when you have like your life situated here in America or wherever country you're in, if you have your life situated here and you're trying to uproot your entire family, and even if you don't have a family and you're a single woman or a single man, you're uprooting your entire life and putting your faith in this one particular school, guess what? It can go totally left if you don't ask the right questions. And when you get there, you won't have anyone there to help you. So you have to ask the right questions. Vet them just like they vet you. Um, next thing is make sure that your documents are authenticated. You have to get your documents authenticated. Unless there's some golden rule that I don't know about, every single country wants you before you leave America, you have got to get your documents. It's a beside you might not hear the word authenticated, but they'll say apostle. That's the same thing. You have to get it done. If you don't get it done, you are working in that country illegal. Someone right now that's listening to this knows someone besides myself that has gone through this situation. You know what I'm saying? And I got my documents authenticated. So let me go back again. So the, the first school got me there. They did shifty things. I was on a tourist visa, crappy school, beautiful housing, amazing housing, loved Kuwait. But the school was shifty and they were paying me in cash. That's a red flag there. You know why? Because now the contract that they have given me, they're paying me in cash. I don't have any headway. So now guess what? Da, 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 da. They don't have to honor me being there because technically I'm not supposed to be there anyways because I'm illegal. 
So imagine if someone comes here from another country and they overstay their visa and they're working under the table. It's the same thing. They're scared because they don't know what's going to happen to them. They could be deported. The next thing, the next thing that, uh, but the second school, I'm sorry, the second, so the second school was a little bit better. I got my documents done the right way, but the school never fulfilled their obligation. And that's when I should have taken action. And that's when other people should take action too. Meaning that if someone in the schools noticed that this person is not here on, uh, properly, at some point, you've got to put your foot down and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. And you can start looking for another job in that country. Because trust me, they have a ton of schools, international schools in, in, in the country that you're in. And I can guarantee you there are, if you communicate and join different expat groups, there are other teachers that can put you in touch with someone that knows someone that knows someone that can get you a job. Because you, again, you don't want to be in a country where your document, you have your, you did your, your, into the bargain but the school didn't do their part so now that's where the problem comes in because the school has failed to do what they were supposed to do that is a huge huge problem and that has you can't you can't live you can't live in a country like that you're gonna get caught trust me um and your american passport will not save you the only thing it will save you from is getting handcuffs slapped on you and depending on the nature of the situation um, the next thing is, like I said before, is hold the school responsible, hold them responsible, call them out on their crap, ask them when I have did this, I have done that. When are you going to authenticate? When am I going to go and get my doc? When am I going to go get my medical? When am I going to get my residency card? So let me give you a little insight. So when a, when a teacher comes to the country, the school is paying for your flights for you and your family, blah, 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 blah. But they spend even more money when they have to make you into a get you your citizenship in that like your residency, not citizenship, but they have to make you legal in the country. They have to cash out more money and then they take a, they spend more money because now they got if depending on the nature of your contract, they've got to get insurance for you, your husband, your kids and whoever else is coming along with you. So. That's, you know, schools have a big weight on their shoulders, too, because now it's like both parties are taking a chance. And so if the schools have vetted you enough, then they know that you're not going to be a runner and vice versa. And that they're and you know that the school isn't going to do some slimy crap. So you have to hold them responsible. So let's talking about now, like what happens if the school fails to live up to their end of the bargain? The ultimate thing, ultimately, the thing that could happen is deportation. You can get deported. You can get deported if you are if you're working in a country and you do not have the proper documentation. You can get deported, and depending on what country you can, you're in, you can get arrested and you can get imprisoned. You don't want that. America will not save you. America will not. No one from they'll find you counsel a lawyer. But there, no one is going to intervene and, and, and help you if you get in trouble from in whatever country that you're in. If you don't believe me, maybe you should go look Google Locked Up Abroad and watch 
the innumerable episodes of, of Americans and other people going to these other these foreign countries. They get caught up becoming drug runners or doing other stupid crap. So avoid it, you know, to avoid all of that. The best thing that you can do is just to um, ask questions, do the things that I've just mentioned above, because that's the big thing that you can um, that'll happen. The next thing that that happens if the school doesn't live up to their end of the bargain is you're not going to have insurance. What if you get sick? You're going to end up paying out of pocket. Now, let me tell you, when you get sick internationally, the health insurance, like the medical bills are not that expensive as it is here in America. Going to get amoxicillin when we lived in Kuwait was super cheap. It was the probably like I think maybe 6kd which is the total may no maybe a little bit less than that it was probably like the equivalent of like maybe seven five to seven American dollars amoxicillin without insurance in America is over a hundred and something bucks and with insurance it's probably like 25 or 50 bucks I believe so um, but you don't want that the whole purpose of you leaving out of America is for you to get covered insurance housing and all of that other kind of stuff so in case you do get sick you won't have to worry about it um the biggest thing that a lot of people don't understand if the schools don't hold their end of the bargain and you work in that country you won't they don't have to pay you they don't have to pay you regardless if you sign that contract or not they don't have to pay you because guess what you're not even supposed to be working at that school because you're illegal so guess what happens now now they can say well we don't owe her anything she's not supposed to be here she signed a contract but she never got her documents done and because you don't speak whatever language of whatever country you're in you're gonna you're the foreigner now and this guess what the odds are against you so you're gonna be in trouble and like we tell people that come here and the police officers tell people who are driving up the wrong side of the road ignorance of the law is no excuse and the same thing is applicable in other countries too so you have to make sure that you just just don't avoid it all just hold the schools responsible and then the biggest thing besides not being paid, it's illegal. You don't want to get in trouble. Like I said before, you don't want to go to jail. Just avoid it at all costs, you know. So if anything that we've learned from this whole situation is that when you are going abroad, you need to ask questions of the school. Ask about their turnover, their turnover, I can't talk tonight, turnover rate with teachers. Ask about the housing Ask, you know, and ask other people, join groups and ask other teachers, can I see pictures of the school? Ask other people. If you use a recruitment company, ask the recruiter who you're working with about that school. And if they can't give you good information, then that you should be very leery about that company that you're working with. Because guess what? They should be able to answer the questions that you have about their, their supposed client. And make sure that you just, I mean, the biggest thing is just to vet them. If they tell you that you don't have to have, a, if you don't need to have your documents done, the only country so far that I knew, that I know of that, that do that, where you get your documents done and then they'll handle the rest when you get there is the UAE and usually typically Saudi Arabia um, and China. Like if you go to Southeast Asian countries, when you arrive, they will immediately take you to, to get your medical check done. If your medical check comes back 
obscene like you have high very high blood pressure you have um you have diabetes they check you for all of these things if you have diabetes you have your hiv positive you have any type of std infectious disease they will send you back home to america so my my advice to you is just to do your homework on the laws of the countries do your homework on the schools vet them like they would vet you to avoid all of that all right so now that we've got all that out of the way if you are interested in moving abroad we are recruiting there are so many schools that are looking for teachers because unfortunately a lot of americans are not happy abroad right now there are some that are there's some that are not but they are still looking for teachers We'll be posting some updates really soon here. Um, you can go to our website, www.iteach.international. But before we leave, we do, I do want to mention that our, our sister company, um, I Speak English Online, is having a summer enrichment program. And our summer enrichment program is for um, children between the ages of seven years to 17 years old and we're working on english and um, reading and writing this summer so if you know anyone you can send them over to www.ispeakenglishonline.com and we're working with kiddos virtually um, you don't have to leave your home you can go to our website and book that appointment there and we'll get you started with an assessment and tell you the procedure on how to book your lessons to get started. Um, but before we go, I always like to end our podcast with a motivational quote. This one is from Walt Disney. The best way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So this resonates more with me, um, really with me, and I think a lot of other a lot of people too, because a lot of us like to talk about our plans and things that we want to do with other people. And sometimes we can't share those dreams with people. And sometimes there, it sounds real good in our head. And sometimes we write it down, but then we don't put it to work. So the best way to do it is stop procrastinating and get up off your ass and just do it like Nike. That's the only way you're going to get what you want to get in life. It's just, just do it. No matter how hard it is, nothing in life comes free you just have to take a risk even if it means that you're gonna fall scrape your knee get back up keep doing it just keep doing it keep doing it and then you'll eventually get it and you'll see the results that you're looking for so until tomorrow we'll um have my daughter on and she'll talk about her journey living abroad and how it felt to be deported and next week we'll do more teacher spotlights have a good night guys